Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about uh, marketing channel, how you can find your marketing channel. And I'm excited to discuss this topic with Alex Kennedynik. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's a big pleasure, a big pleasure to learn from you. We are from one city. It's interesting. It's the first time uh, in my podcast episodes because, you know, uh, I had more than 100 guests, you know, well-known guests, uh, Ren Fishkin, Neil Patel, many others. Uh, uh, it's hard to uh, to name all of them, but, you know, I never uh, had any guests from uh, Odessa. So it's my first time. It's a big pleasure, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to take this topic. Uh, sure. Well, you know, as a, by training, I'm a software engineer, and I used to work at companies doing software engineering, but I always used to have some business ideas, and when you're a software engineer, all your business ideas are very bad, and as soon as you can make things, you can make websites, but it's really hard to, okay, when the website is ready, what to do then? How do you promote it? And so a long time ago, I, st I realized, oh, like if I just learn marketing, if I just learn SEO, um, I started with SEO, then mm -hmm. I can just take complete control. I don't have to rely on anybody because, you know, relying on people is so bad. Some people don't are not that helpful. Some people who are helpful are not that good. And some people who are helpful and good are expensive. And it's just <laughs> very hard to find a perfect combination. And so I was bouncing around between people who were experts and I had no idea about marketing. So I just like, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to figure this out myself. And then I realized, oh my God, like this is kind of the great equalizer, right? Like if you can just make yourself good at marketing, you can do anything you want, right? You can mm -hmm. build your business anywhere you want. So I actually started really focusing on marketing and making myself good at it. And by virtue of becoming better at it, my businesses that I was running started doing better. Um, mm -hmm. So whether I was doing YouTube long, long time ago or mobile apps long, long time ago or Udemy now, which is some of my biggest work uh, or, you know, whatever I am started doing, I always have used that marketing. And the more I learn, the more I teach it now. And because now mm -hmm. I mostly teach the stuff, um, I do it myself, but I also teach it. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, when you teach, you kind of learn twice. And so uh -huh. it's been so to sum up years and years in just a couple of minutes, that's sort of it. Um, and so for me, it's, it's really, I almost think of it as the great marketing, like the great equalizer. If you can do marketing, you can do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love it, love it. And you know, uh, I completely agree with you about that. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, uh, about teaching, for example, uh, when I learn something, uh, I need to share because after sharing, I can memorize the content. Uh, and then I need to act. Without acting, uh, you don't know what actually. Uh, works for you you know so uh, i often see when uh, someone is overlearning without doing uh, something you know uh, when you uh, for example you can read a hundred books about how to play soccer and if you don't play soccer you can't be a good yeah. soccer player yeah uh, you can read a hundred books about how to play chess but if you don't actually play how you can be a good chess yeah. player you know By the you way, need yeah if you from odessa using soccer examples is painful Soccer team is not so good, yeah. 
<laughs> uh, you know, uh, when I was a student, you know, uh, yeah, I spent some time uh, visiting Stadion Chernomorets, you know, in Odessa. Yeah. But uh, then I've learned one study. If your team uh, is not playing good, you know, it can hurt your feeling. So I decided to stop watching. <laughs> it is never good. It's almost never good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you mentioned about the perfect combination i think you know uh, uh, i often get the question oh, what is the best combination what is the best channel what is it? i don't know uh, it depends on your priorities your preferences your strong sides for example uh, if you're good with uh, instagram so do this channel if you're good with seo jump there yeah uh yeah it's better to uh, consider your strong sides your unique selling proposition and then jump there can you tell for example if someone uh, started from scratch how to find uh, the right channel the best channel for them uh if you have no experience with that okay i would add a little bit i think my answer might maybe i'll add to your the way you answered it so uh you know if you're promoting some kind of big software to big companies, you know, for six figures, Instagram would not be it. Even if you are amazing in Instagram, you know, people want to see your pictures. You're not going to sell to the Fortune 500 companies because you're cool on Instagram, right? So um, I think like any field, if you study the science of any field, there's patterns. In, in mm -hmm. software engineering, there's patterns. In marketing, there's patterns. In anything, patterns. Um, and mm -hmm. patterns are like set ways of just doing things that people before you have established and figured out. So you have to look for patterns. This will be mm -hmm. my first thing. So if you're selling to a Fortune 500 company, there is a pattern, and I'll get into specifics of what it is, but there is a pattern. If you're selling a widget on Amazon, there is a pattern, and mm -hmm. your job is to find the pattern. Like, mm -hmm. and, and it's, you know, some people say, oh, I'm giving, I'm going to give you the, my three-step blueprint for getting rich. I'm not talking about that. It sounds very similar, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, for example, you know, if on Amazon, it's a very easy example. Uh, how do people sell on Amazon search and recommendation, right? So if you go to Instagram and you try to sell on Instagram, sure, you can sell some items, but it's not the most effective pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because let's say you're selling socks and you're ranking number one in Amazon search for socks. You're running ads that are the best for socks. You're getting recommended for socks. You don't need to do anything else. You're going to retire from that, right? But if you're mm -hmm. on Instagram, you're going to have a boring, like, you know, you don't want to be posting about socks. Like, it's boring. You don't want it. And <laughs> it's every day you have to do stuff about socks and you have no idea what to do. You hate, start to hate socks. You know, like, like <laughs> 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 no more socks. Next Instagram channel is bare feet, you know. So, like, you have to find the most, basically, this is joke. We're joking. But, like, the idea is that if you find the most effective pattern and you execute it to your best ability, meaning, you don't do a lot of things, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, blah, 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 blah. that's this focus. You're going to do a bad job. Mm -hmm. The value of finding the most effective thing, like Amazon SEO, be number one. Okay, for socks, you're going to make a million plus dollars. Okay, great. If you're going to sell socks on Instagram or Twitter, you're going to be homeless. In mm -hmm. <laughs> you can still sell some socks, enough for McDonald's. <laughs> right yeah. like, or fancy restaurant every once in a while but like fancy mcdonald's but mm -hmm. you're not going to be a millionaire in almost any case 
-hmm. Whereas if you're number one for some good Amazon keywords, you're going to be making maybe not a millionaire, but like you're going to be making some good money. And it's just find the pattern. If you don't know the pattern, uh, find an expert. But you really mm -hmm. should be the expert because why did why are you in this business? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like um, there are people who just like wake up in the morning and they're like, I'm going to sell on Amazon. If you're like that, okay, it's your first day on anything, which is fine. Uh, find an expert, a real one, not a, I'm an expert. Uh, mm -hmm. That expert should explain to you, this is the pattern. If the expert tells you, go to Facebook, go to Amazon, go to run ads and go to YouTube. That's not an expert. <laughs> like, yeah, they also don't know. But there's somebody who'd be like, oh, you're selling on a widget on Amazon. You're selling socks. Here you go. You're selling to Fortune 500 companies. This is exactly what you should do. Don't do anything else. Do that. This would be me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. And by the way, guys, if you are selling socks on uh, Instagram, uh, <laughs> we, we don't want to hurt your feeling, you know, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, you know, consider multi-channel approach. For example, if Instagram works for you, why not? So <laughs> go ahead with it. But you can uh, uh, search for other channels. Uh, by the way, I, I don't like to have one channel because uh, uh, it you know, uh, all social media platforms, search systems, they change approaches, features. Uh, and if something works today, it doesn't mean it will work forever. You know, uh, if you have the first position in Google, it doesn't mean that Google uh, will stick this position for you. It's yours. And yeah, of course, uh, you need to be better than your competitors at any platform. Uh, can you tell uh, how to create a marketing strategy today? For example, um, okay, if uh, someone... Uh, uh, has channels, you know, where uh, to pay more attention. The second step to create strategy. Can you tell more about that? Yeah. Can I make, um, actually, uh, I don't know if it, this is going to answer your question, but I want to play devil's advocate. Okay. To what you just said. Can I, okay, make, okay. can I say that the exact opposite is true? Yeah, sure. Is that okay? <laughs> I think, you know, uh, for me, for me, um, yeah, everything depends. You know, uh, for example, if something works for you, I know some people can earn a million dollars on Instagram, you know, uh, by selling uh, not socks, uh, other clothes, but <laughs> yeah, they're good with that because uh, they can uh, pay money for uh, pretty uh, girls, you know, they can uh, put these clothes and yeah, to sell it. It works well if they have a million followers, you know, uh, and many other stuff. So uh, I think um, it depends. And, you know, when uh, you ask them why you don't use SEO, uh, they don't need SEO. You know, they don't need some other channels because they have some uh, pre uh, well-working channel. Of course, they can extend to other uh, platforms. And uh, I think uh, the best way for them to choose Pinterest or uh, related platforms. But, you know, they are good with one channel. Uh, of course, it's better to have multi-channel approach. But uh, as you mentioned before, it's better to hire expert, you know, find specialists who can uh, uh you know, who know other platforms who can uh, lead you in the right direction. So it's my point of view. <laughs> yeah. So I think that uh, the idea of focus, mm -hmm. you know, there's the argument of focus versus the argument of multiple eggs in multiple baskets, right? Because if you mm -hmm. focus, you have all your eggs in one basket. Oh, no. If you mm -hmm. don't focus, you have multiple eggs that get less attention each one wor worse mm -hmm. results on each one so mm -hmm. this is the, which one right so my argument is almost always uh singular singular mm -hmm. focus 
give it, mm-hmm. find the best one, because usually the results, you know, like on the second and third platform, the results aren't proportionally worse. They are geometrically worse, like exponentially worse. Mm-hmm. So like if you, if you sell socks on Amazon, the second place to sell, maybe Google search, the third place to sell is like almost not in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the idea is really, um, I would find the most effective place mm-hmm. really, really, really focus there. Forget, uh, diversification in here, for example. And even mm-hmm. if you're ranking for SEO, the biggest problem can be not that Google changes, but because of the disfocus and you only giving SEO like a fifth of the effort, your competitors jump over you in the SEO, which was the most important thing to defend. Um, so I guess my argument would be that, yeah, you're going to end up being in multiple places naturally, because that's how internet sort of works. But generally the focus should be on like, you really have to allocate like 80, 20, 80% of the effort should be on like 20% of the strategies that are the best. And I guess that comes, leads to your question. Like, how do you create a strategy? Mm -hmm. And the strategy is a pattern like you don't, you don't, you should not have. You should not have to create a strategy at all. You should not have to because it's known in almost mm-hmm. all cases. How do you become inst- like Instagram influencer? It's known. Just do mm-hmm. well what the other people are doing. The only time it's not known, it really, the only time it's not known is when you have an innovative startup. Airbnb, when it when they started, it wasn't known. There was no pattern. Uber, it was it, actually it was kind of known because uh, they they fall into a pattern. They fall into you know like you have two kinds of audiences and you gotta populate them both. You know it's kind of like dating, right? The drivers and the passengers are dating, so you have mm-hmm. to have critical mass of. So it, this is a critical mass pattern which existed before because of dating sites. Um, so so they actually they, they even they were super innovative. Did not have to innovate that much in marketing because. In the marketing strategy because it was known because of the dating sites um that was you know like okay cupids and all this back in that mm-hmm. era um mm-hmm. i don't know what people are using now uh <laughs> so very rare that you have to create a strategy it's known if you mm-hmm. have to create one like it's like recreating the wheel like mm-hmm. literally it's gonna go wrong like you're not gonna do it well probably so you um i think you need uh study the study the leaders in whatever you want to do study who's successful get their advice get their coaching um but what you have to do is make sure that you know the experts you ask are actually experts because everybody's going to offer a really bad opinion like the the bad opinions and bad advice it's so overwhelming like i i'm in a lot of teaching groups because i teach on udemy and like right now i think i'm somewhere around top one percent instructor um, however you count, but somewhere like that. And mm-hmm. sometimes I ask questions in the public forums and the people don't know me. Like they don't really know the other instructors. It's an instructor group and like beginner instructors give me all kinds of advice and they have so much confidence giving me wrong advice, you know, very confident, very more confident than I am. But like, um, and it's shocking. And to me, that was like a real, like kind of a, like alert or like, shock right like okay uh taking advice from people on the internet bad idea unless you really know them mm-hmm. so instead of like the big public groups find people who you really respect who are helpful and want to help and good at helping 
and you know like have a few criteria and actually know what they're talking about and if they don't know they will tell you i'm not sure about this because a lot of people like don't have that in there you know like never say i don't know but it's professional mm -hmm. to say when you don't know you should say so I yeah think that's closer um like you know if i um like uh, i have a hobby music like mm -hmm. i have to promote it on youtube and i kind of i know youtube marketing i have youtube for like done it since 2012 so i know but i don't know the fine 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 points of my niche mm -hmm. so i you know i i tried to create my own strategy but it wasn't like great it was okay it was um so i just hired an expert who was like one of the guys who was like a million followers you know a million subscribers mm -hmm. And he told me things that I didn't know. Um, so it's basically just these things are known, just not to you, perhaps. So don't create a strategy. Go and get it from the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. You know, yeah, uh, I, I like that you mentioned about focusing. You know, uh, you remind me when I started to promote my uh, English channels because, uh, for example, when I grew uh, my Ukrainian YouTube channel, uh, we got uh, huge SEO traffic uh, in Ukraine uh, and other uh, Russian-speaking countries. And, uh, you know, uh, then I decided to move uh, to English-speaking countries to grow my business there. And, uh, you know, uh, I tried to cover Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, everything you know and i got like five followers a day uh, maximum 10 you know uh, but then i switch my attention to linkedin alone and got like uh, 200 followers a day uh, a low high engagement and i got it no way if i spend time everywhere it's like jack of all trades you can't be successful everywhere you can't know all algorithms uh, but um uh, if you are good with one channel, you can hire experts, delegate tasks to other channels, for example, uh, to repurpose content, to cooperate with experts who know other channels, uh, search for them, learn from them, uh, uh, tell about your preferences, unique selling proposition, and why not? At that point, you can jump and cover other channels if you cooperate with experts, but I agree completely that it's better to focus in one channel where you are good uh, to become the best, even if you are if you the best it doesn't mean that you will be the best you know competitors will be try to overcome you to be the best instead of you so yeah it's fierce competition you need to develop and innovate all your approaches and cooperate with other experts love it yeah agree with that uh, can you tell more about Udemy? i'm interested for example if uh, uh you know uh, uh i submitted my course uh in russian language uh like i don't remember exactly like six months ago we sold uh a uh, hundred uh, lessons, uh, courses, uh, and uh, but I found that uh, in English speaking countries, you know, in the US, country, you can send a lot more, you know, like a uh, hundred thousand uh, courses. Can you tell how to uh, succeed on this platform? How to grow uh, organically on these platforms? Uh, uh, can you tell uh, more about videos, content, what kind of content to create, how to structure this content, logical change, more about uh, about Udemy, how we can grow that? Okay, so on Udemy, the most popular niches are ones that help other people make money somehow, get a better job, um, start a business, um, do some freelancing somehow. So if you're teaching yoga, yeah, you can make a little money, but not, re mm -hmm. not really. 
So, and within the topics that help other people make money, engineering, software programming is number one. They're really, mm -hmm. they really, they say, Udemy says, we are a platform where you can learn anything, but internally they know like 90 or 85% of their revenue, it could probably comes from something like technology courses related mm -hmm. technology mm -hmm. slash design or something. That's huge. Like, um, uh, and then there's like professional skills. Excel, I think the biggest courses on Udemy today is Excel and Python programming and maybe some other like Java programming. And if you teach those topics and you're the best at those topics, you're probably making like $200,000 a month or some, some, some crazy monthly, you know, like really impressive uh, amount. And then the drop off is pretty steep, but from a good height. So it's still pretty good. Um, so then there's topics like business, marketing, um, those topics, they tend to have, uh, it's easier to get into those topics. You know, anybody mm -hmm. can make like a SEO course or Twitter marketing course or something like that. So it's very competitive and then becomes a problem of competition. And so for competition, again, it's essentially the Amazon algorithms or the YouTube algorithms, um, very much resemble the Udemy algorithms. And most courses are sold through their algorithms, mm -hmm. the search algorithm. People searching for courses like Java programming, if you're the number one Java course, but if you're on the third page, it's not good. Um, kind of like it's very similar to selling socks on Amazon. Um, <laughs> it really, really, it, because these algorithms can't be that different. You know, it's like mm -hmm. search, uh, browsing of categories and recommendations. Mm -hmm. um, and you should, as a pattern, as what should be the strategy, most people will think like, I'm going to promote to my audience and you already have an audience. So it was fine, but most people don't have an audience. So they're like, I need to make an audience and I need to go on Facebook and I need to go on Twitter and I need to make a, go on Instagram, make an audience, but then they sell like one copy to this new audience and then they get frustrated and quit uh, because it's the wrong pattern. Really? Um, of course, if you have an audience it's great, but the pattern is to be number one, the most recommended, the highest in search, um and in the and rise in the categories that's how consumers who actually want to take your course will find you so there's really mm -hmm. three algorithms and udemy gives instructors like analytics of where students come from and i, I think something crazy like 80 percent. i think like 80 percent of all the sales i think don't quote me on it now but some extremely disproportionate amount of sales mm -hmm. come from these three sources mm -hmm. And you don't yeah. have to think if, if you're doing well there, you don't have to like, I don't, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on promoting on Facebook. I'm not really doing anything. I'm doing like little things here and there, but I'm, it's not my focus. Um, mm -hmm. so, yeah. But I, uh, really, I, um, yeah. I think uh, I check out SEO courses on uh, Udemy and some, uh, yeah, some mentors can sell like uh, 300,000 courses you know so uh, not bad you know i i don't know about web development probably a lot more but even three hundred thousand, it's a lot you know yeah it, it, it's good money uh, also so uh, yeah uh, i i have this goal uh to create my course but you know i, I think yeah even if i have a loyal audience uh uh it's not enough to share 
uh, about your course, you know, uh, because I think if Mr. Beast can uh, share about uh, his course, uh, yeah, a million people will buy it. Yeah. If Gary V shares his uh, new book, uh, if I remember, he sold like a million copy for one day. Uh, yeah, he uh, he used one interesting sales technique. Uh, uh, if you buy like uh, 12 books, you can get uh, 12 NFT, you know. Yeah, uh, so uh, he used the process and he sold a million copies for one day. Uh, but if you have uh, uh, a loyal audience, but uh, I think it's not enough. It's better to use some paid marketing or other channels or influence marketing or referral links, many other stuff. What do you think about uh, uh, coupons? Uh, for example, uh, I know that if you uh, share coupons, uh, you can give a strong reason to buy uh, your course uh, with discount. Yeah, does it help to be organic reach on the demo or not? Yeah, um, I think it does less now than before because they keep on changing the algorithm and it's a little hard to keep tracking. Um, if your course is good and if mm -hmm. your course is naturally going to get like a 4.6 or 4.7 star or 4.5 at the least, not, mm -hmm. not less, 4.4 is not good now which is really good, but it's, it's for not, not for you to me because it's so competitive. Um, especially in any kind of good niche, you'll see the top courses are 4.7, 4.6. Um, if your course is good enough to uh, get this rating from people who don't even care about your topic, because people who, when you give it away, people think, it, oh, let's check this out, you know, course about yoga or course about programming, I don't really care about it, but let me see, you know, those kinds of students, right? They don't even care. Um, they're not, they're bad students. Like they're not bad, like as people, but like they are going to on average leave you slightly worse reviews because they're, they're less invested. They're mm -hmm. not that interested. So if you can take a ter uh, worse quality student and mm -hmm. interest them and engage them and really make them all go like, wow, like I'm really, I'm really learning. This is getting me somewhere. Um, which is going to end up resulting in that high rating, um, then giving away good reviews, uh, sorry, giving away uh, free courses, really good strategy. Um, of course, Udemy is limiting that now. They only allow like 1,000 enrollments per free coupon and you only get like three coupons per month. There's a lot of like little details, but yes, if you can get, on the other hand, most courses, they will get so knocked down by the bad reviews If your course is just good, never mind most courses by first-time instructors are not that good because people think because they're experts, they're good teachers, but it's a very different thing. Um, it takes years to become a good teacher as well, which is something mm -hmm. I learned after years of being a bad teacher when I started, right? Um, and so every year <laughs> I had to improve and I'm like, oh yeah, last year I was really bad. So a, a lot of this process. And then I look at new teachers and I'm like, wow, this is really bad. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Yeah. I remember when I started to, uh, post on social media, even, uh, to film a few videos, uh, my first videos. And, you know, when I got this hating, you know, you're not good. What are you Always doing? So bad, yeah. Yeah, stop doing this, you know, just <laughs> yeah. find something else. And, you know, uh, luckily 
I didn't listen to them. <laughs> I just go ahead with something that uh, works for me. You know, I, I think if uh, your content is not good for someone, so uh, you can get experience. It's more important than anything else. Uh, and you yeah. can improve a little bit step by step. And in one shiny day, all these haters will be your fun. Uh, not everyone. Okay. Uh, someone will be uh, haters uh, the whole time. That's okay. You know, you can satisfy everyone. You know, we, we have interest in saying in marketing, if you sell to everyone, you sell to no one yeah right. <laughs> you know it's interesting i opened your website uh problem io.com uh, that we can see on the screen and uh, uh, on the first screen i can see coached plus thousand entrepreneurs uh taught uh, 500 thousand plus students can you tell how you can teach a thousand entrepreneurs it's a lot you know uh just share more your insights how you can do it your approaches and when i scroll down i can see so many books man you wrote these books yeah um i mean it's taking nice. some years it's not like i woke up one day and it just happened it's taking some years <laughs> but it's not that many if you look at the today year, i wrote one book yeah huh <laughs> I mean, like, uh, wake up in the morning. All right, today I decided to write a new book yeah, and yeah, like to finish. <laughs> no, actually, the books took the, the books took a while. Um, especially, it's one thing to write a book; it's a different thing to write a good book, and it's a different thing to like yeah. to make it successful. Like, um, my the, my first book that started selling well was the sixth one that I, that I wrote. It's kind of similar to, and even that one had like a bunch of revisions already. Like, it it, it took a while. Um, but I have a popular, like one of my books is, is quite popular. It's used in a few universities where I like, I went there, I gave some talks. And like, well, mm -hmm. they, they like my book, cool. but it just took so much work for the books. But it really, over the years, these numbers, it's not like if it was in one day, it was amazing. But like, you know, it just, you know, if you get a couple of coaching clients every day, they don't have to stay coaching clients with you for many, for a long, long time. But you just coach a lot of people a little bit even. It just really adds up because there's so many days a year, so many years. It actually becomes like pretty reasonable numbers. I think the numbers are actually quite the coaching numbers are actually probably more than two thousand. I think I just it just sounds ridiculous at some point. So I stopped adding the numbers. I stopped like incrementing them <laughs> because it doesn't sound right. But it, it, I think um, you know it's social proof. These numbers are like social proof, which you know in marketing you have to be like wow, wow zeros mm -hmm. a lot of zeros <laughs> uh, but you know it's like you wake up the same you work you try to get a little better every day and kind of do your thing okay can you tell how to write a book you know i have this goal uh, i'm interested yeah. about that because i love writing uh, yeah i think it's better to practice uh, day by day like to to write plus thousand words a day uh, i took this approach from jack london he uh, wrote on his books a uh, hundred years ago about that uh, and i decided to practice a lot with writing because i love this experience uh, but i think for me uh, writing a book is the next level because yeah you i can write, write like a creative book or like a how-to book they're very different um i <sighs> I don't know. Uh, I think uh, the first book will be about marketing because uh, marketing. I know this channel much better than any other channels. I, I love uh, many books, science fiction, many different formats. Uh, I can't tell that marketing I feel like and people sales. people from Odessa are all poets in some way. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is, is that, would, that be, would that be partially correct? Uh, possible. <laughs> you know, <laughs> at least we think this about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, <laughs> 
for example, uh, 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 about writing book. For example, yeah. uh, I, uh, if I'm going to write a book, uh, the first book will be about the topic that I know uh, good enough. Uh, because, I, you know, for me, I'm a student in my life. Uh, I can't tell that I'm an expert at any niches. I just keep going, uh, love what I'm doing, you know, go ahead with that. And yeah, the first book will be about marketing. But can you tell, you wrote like, uh, I can see 10 books, uh, probably even. Yeah, uh, I, I have some like 20 books, but, you know, it, big numbers, it, it, like, you know, they're, they're not important. I have out, out of these 20 books, I have one book that's really popular, that, that mm -hmm. business plan book. That the, that's the one that's used in a few like major universities. Like I, mm -hmm. I used to go there and now I do Zoom with them. Um, uh, like uh, can you share can you share this book on private chat i'll share with my audience uh yeah, yeah. In uh, the let, me find it. let me get the amazon link yeah so, cool so in that book you know it's like 20 revisions mm -hmm. um, because you know like a lot of people they're like i hate haters i don't like people who criticize my book i hate haters all this right i mean i love them because they tell me i mean i don't <laughs> like i don't like the reviews that they post you know, like publicly, they can just tell me privately. I don't like a lot of things that, um, you know, it hurts my feelings sometimes. But these 20 revisions, at least 10 of them came from, I think, in some way, somewhat correct assessments of readers that I'm like, okay, I'll fix that. Um, mm -hmm. So I think um, everybody who writes their book thinks it's amazing. And then usually it sucks. <laughs> and then... <laughs> revision revision you know revision revision uh, i think there's a severe and profound underestimate of how many drafts you have to do and redo so if you like mm -hmm. writing only when you really hate it this you know that you did enough revisions <laughs> like when yeah, you, you really don't want to look at it again uh-huh and then you come back and revise it again and then again and again and you really hate it then maybe you're done <laughs> yeah that's your like first draft you can share live of course uh in the startup slash online entrepreneur world you know if you launched at a point there's a saying like if you launched at a point where you're proud of it you launched too late mm -hmm. so i didn't do what i'm sharing with you i did like i wrote this book is now something like 200 pages i don't know i don't remember but i wrote like a 30 page version of it or 50 page boom live on amazon um, started marketing, started promoting. Um, and then while I'm promoting it, I'm adding pages. I'm, I'm like taking feedback, but I'm promoting it, right? I'm like, so it's like, okay, growing <laughs> in search rankings, growing in search rankings, still not good. Um, and I'm keep adding, you know, there's like a million revisions. And then the revisions just slow down. Like, I'm like, okay, it's in a good place where even the haters are not that hateful. And there's not that many haters. And there's like a lot of, I don't know if I want to say lovers, but like, uh, you know people seem to appreciate it and i stopped having to you know at first you have to ask for reviews and everything i stopped having to do that um and then it just kind of lives on its own and it, you know again it's not my focus because my focus is i have only two things i'm focused on now udemy and i have um a, a side of my business that is, is not uh, visible but it's very significant it's um i create online um course programs for companies mm -hmm. so like if you're a company and you were like, okay, I want to sell courses. Oh no, we don't have courses to sell, you know, because it's it's a good product to sell, but it takes a while to create. You need 
talent yeah it's studio space and i'm like hey i got the courses you can have it overnight for a fee so i have <laughs> the service that is very nice because i already have done it i already have the content mm -hmm. so i just have to press the dropbox button share mm -hmm. <laughs> for me yeah, it's really good. good because you know it's companies they pay so it's mm -hmm. really good um for me it takes almost no time mm -hmm. uh, i mean everything takes more time than you want but generally takes very little time uh and udemy and they both mm -hmm. very strongly reinforce each other it's not like random you know they when i make more courses on udemy i have more courses to sell to the corporate stuff and vice versa and when i improve courses they sell better to the corporate so anyway so this is my only two areas of focus so the books are the point is that the books are like a tertiary focus which if you in this you know in this conversation we're like i had to stop revising these books Mm -hmm. uh, but in my mind i'm like there are some revisions that if i had time which i don't to fix the book i would but even without those revisions that book is in a solid place mm -hmm. love it love it you know you, re you remind me about seth godin and gary v uh let me explain why you know seth godin uh I hope not looking i hope not by looks <laughs> yeah uh, seth godin shared that he stopped uh reading uh reviews on amazon on his books in 2011 like more than uh, 10 years ago and he replied uh, about that because uh, even uh, one of the best books uh, uh, Harry Potter you know and uh, uh, has two percent of uh, one star review on Amazon that uh, this book is one of the worst book ever you know <laughs> you know I, I, I think people gonna hate me but I think I would agree with this. I don't understand <laughs> Harry Potter, but I had the same experience where I went to Shakespeare and people say Shakespeare sucks. I'm like, no, Shakespeare doesn't suck. <laughs> but Harry Potter maybe is like, I don't know. I don't no, know. Yeah, yeah my, my wife disagrees with you, you know, because she, everybody she loves it. Me. Yeah, people <laughs> like Harry Potter more than like Shakespeare, fine. But um, but I, I still have to, I have to hold some principles dear yeah she she loves harry potter and you know uh uh and um, uh he replied that uh why he doesn't want to read these reviews because uh, uh he doesn't want to know that someone uh dislikes his books uh, that's okay you know uh you can't satisfy everyone but he doesn't want to get this feeling you know uh this negative feeling because uh he uh, gets a positive feeling from someone who loves his books and Gary V shares uh, the same approach uh attitude about that that uh, he doesn't read negative uh comments because uh, uh his content uh yeah he has a lot of haters many of them uh, i don't know uh the number but a lot and you know uh and he knows about that that's okay it's your uh way uh, find someone else uh, learn from them but uh he knows that million people uh love him you know so uh, he can help a million people others uh and he doesn't want to satisfy a million haters you know uh and uh, and he doesn't want to get this feeling that uh, uh he has these haters as well so uh i think it's a good idea to learn uh, from customer feedback but uh at that point when you have this level uh probably you don't need it <laughs> yeah i i guess i mean it's it's also like i sometimes don't completely trust you know seth golden says he has the most like utmost high ideals blah blah mm -hmm. blah 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 i don't mm -hmm. know really what he does and 
and I don't know that he's always right. He, he's you know he's he's okay. Yeah, he's uh, not. Um, uh, I, I opinion. Think that, yeah, uh, I'm an adult. If I mm -hmm. read somebody's really bad review of me, like yeah, it doesn't feel so great. But I'm I'm not a child. Like I. Like it doesn't really hurt my feeling. It's like it doesn't. Like, <laughs> like, 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 let's be realistic, okay? Like, I'm okay. Somebody says <laughs> you suck. My day's the same. But somebody might say uh, your book doesn't have enough examples, or your mm -hmm. example is not clear. Mm -hmm. If one person says that, it's probably it's true. Like, probably mm -hmm. the examples could be better. And I find this more valuable. I think I'm not Gary Vee. I'm not, you know, like that, like in that level. Mm -hmm. So for me, I cannot take that approach. I think it's a little arrogant. Mm -hmm. I, I love Gary Vee. I love Seth Godin. I listen to them. I, I appreciate them. Like I actually, I really respect them. But in this, I'm not them. I have a lot of work to yeah. do. And if my people that are like me, if I ask them, They'll tell me things I already know that I they like. That I don't learn. You learn from your mistakes. You know, like you're a chess player. You learn from the games you lose. Because you go over them, you find your errors, you fix the errors. I, I think, it, for me, it's, it's healthier. I think that's healthier, mm -hmm. a little bit more humble. And I think as soon as I'm arrogant and I'm like, oh, I only am good now. and I, What I'm doing is right. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got that's it. The first day of, that's the first step of the last whatever however you say it but at the beginning of the end yeah it's the best way to be yourself you know uh and yeah don't copy others uh, so if... i feel like whenever you meet don't be yourself <laughs> like, like do not be, like at least i like this music you know like guys with guitar you know like um uh -huh. 60s rock and i make this music on youtube and like nobody likes it and i realized like don't be yourself <laughs> you're the only one <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> got it yeah uh i think it's time uh, alex it's a big pleasure to get on my show to learn from you to to get all this valuable insights tell our audience how they can reach out to you learn more about you follow you yeah so it's uh alex at, at problemio.com or just problemio.com all my contact information is there and if you are a risk taker and you actually want to hear some of my music and you're not afraid of the pain <laughs> and it's kind of it's like a passion project it's touched by a song.com i'll put it in the okay uh, it's only very encouraging speakers <laughs> only if you're like really like brace yourself uh -huh. and you can if you like this interview um you know it's a, i actually big hobby i write music i write poetry this kind of stuff i really like it um i think it's not bad but i think i'm the only one who thinks that so for only for strong, in strong, mentally strong, strong heart on a good mood, you can try try my music. I will appreciate you. Write me a note. I'll, I'll say thank you. Uh, okay, guys. By the way, you can listen to this music and uh, write hate comments comments because <laughs> because, <laughs> because it doesn't hurt Alex' feelings. So. I'll reply. Yeah, re uh, write the bad comments on YouTube because I see them in my email. I, I'll reply there. We can have a exchange. I'll write some bad comments too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't yeah. do that. Don't uh, do you that. know, since said when someone uh, is writing bad comments, I can get more exposure. You know, <laughs> better ranking positions. You know, you know. Yeah. One funny story of this channel. Like a long time ago, I 
I wrote a song, a song about anti-gun violence. I don't know. I, I don't do political stuff. I like I don't touch it. It's my only like political, barely political. But it was really about like something. It was something nice and hopeful. It, it was nothing bad. Okay. And then I started, and this song had like tens of thousands of views. And then uh, I used to get comments all the time, mm -hmm. like, uh, "This song really inspired me to shoot more deer." <laughs> <laughs> to get more guns <laughs> yeah. like, these guys really didn't listen to the song yeah but that, that was a funny thing that comment this this really inspired me to shoot more <laughs> it was like anti-gun but not I don't know. anyway i think it was kind of funny <laughs> yeah got it okay guys you can find all these links to alex uh, website uh, channel uh books in the description below listen to us on apple google spotify thanks again for your time a big pleasure welcome back anytime to share more valuable insights with my audience and see you guys thanks for listening to this entire podcast please rank your experience in apple spotify google or any other platforms that you may use also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.